This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of After 9. Holy DMs, Batman. I got so many DMs after yesterday's podcast, but you know what? We were right. We were honest. We had a good conversation, and that's not happening at the government level. The response from the government does not equal what the is actually happening on the ground, and, mm-hmm. and that just seems like that's the reality here. Uh, yeah. We've got so many people that are more worried about restrictions being imposed than about Omicron itself. Yeah. The government doesn't seem to care at all about imposing restrictions. I mean, they they, they love it. They seem to love it. They hate the fallout from it politically, but they seem to love it because then they can say, oh, we did it. And in the future, they'll they'll look back and say, oh, if we hadn't done that at Christmas 2021, it would have been a lot worse. That's how they're going to do it. That's how they're going to spin it every fucking time. Yeah, well, I would have bought that in 2020. I would have been like, yeah, guys, it, looking back now, Christmas 2020, remember how they did those restrictions? And, and we're not saying again that they're going to restrict gatherings everywhere. We know some cities, sorry, like sorry, Kingston, fuck. We know some cities it's worse, but I don't buy it anymore, Scott. No, I don't buy it. I, that, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on your level there, guys. I'm not there. Um, among the DMs, I'll just read this real quick from a, a listener of the podcast. Today's podcast seriously hit home for me. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm over it. My cousin's now so paranoid, she might cancel our Christmas Eve get together. I told her we're all vaccinated. We've all been careful. Everyone's healthy. Don't cancel. I've been working from home since March 2020. We deserve to get back to some sense of normalcy. Well, this is the thing. And, you know, I'm really, really, really concerned that Dr. Moore here, who's, let's be clear. He wants to be elected. He wants to be a politician. I have never seen a politician. He's also a doctor, by the way. That's his main gig. Mm -hmm. I have never even seen a politician come out that quickly trying to show, I'm trying to learn French. I'm learning French. But he's trying, so good on him. It's just that's a very politician-y kind of thing to do. And frankly, he's coming off that way. He really is. And when he comes out and says things like, um, uh, what was it he said here? Let me give you the exact Yeah, thing. give me a quote here on this. Because I didn't actually get the chance to, to, to see it all. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 is on track to become the dominant strain in Ontario very quickly. All new cases should be treated as Omicron going forward, meaning all their contacts must isolate for 10 days, <laughs> even if they're vaccinated. This is this is exactly the trap they wanted to avoid. Once you start imposing restrictions on the vaccinated, you kind of have to admit you were wrong. Or you have to admit the Vax passports didn't work the way you wanted them to. Or Mm -hmm. you're basically telling people, eh, vaxxed or not, it doesn't really matter. Because if it's the same restrictions to everybody, it doesn't matter. 
That's and there's a, a lot of people who only are going to get the vax or only going to get the booster or only whatever yeah. just because they want to get back to normal. Yes. yes. I was in that pile. I was one of the early adopters for vaccination, in part because I was concerned. We all were concerned, but also because I wanted to get back to regular life and I wanted to be able to travel. If they go ahead and put restrictions on vaccinated people, it is not going to help. For me, I never wanted to be here. I never wanted to be at the spot I'm in where now I'm questioning why. Why did I bother then? Why? Because I, you, you'd heard it, you know, out there when the vaccine started rolling in. Guys, wait till the booster comes. Guys, wait till another shot comes. Now, we don't know if that's happening for sure. We knew the booster's here and they're all encouraging us to get it. Great, fine. But I never wanted to be that person to look at that and go, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I'm still getting fucked, <laughs> like let's just put it plain and simply. I feel like, and nothing's happened yet to make me feel that way, but all the talk about it is enough to stress me out and make me wonder why on God's green earth did I bother? Mm-hmm. Because vaxxed or not vaxxed, the, this is in place. Now for me personally, it, that doesn't affect me at all. I, I didn't plan to travel. I'm not planning to travel anytime soon. I certainly am next year. So it could affect me if depending how long this goes for. But why did I bother doing this when I still can't have any sense of normalcy? It's gone. Like there's always something. And again, I, I mean, I think I'm going to get the booster. I, I'm not like I haven't booked anything yet. You can't I can't technically book anything yet and I can't even go yet. Because it hasn't been my six months. But Scott, I'm at the point where I'm wondering if the people who said it were correct with, guys, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it, a lot of things are pointing in that direction, Kat. It really kind of feels that way, especially when they're going to do this. And and let's not lose sight of what was discussed between the premier and the prime minister, premiers and the prime minister last night. There were some serious discussions between the PM and the premiers about new travel restrictions. Apparently, Trudeau and the premiers agreed the key to moving beyond the pandemic is to ensure as many Canadians as possible get vaccinated and have access to booster shots. Okay, that's what they agreed on. I think we can all agree on that, or most can. Mm -hmm. What I don't agree with is the suggestion, and it was put out there, fully vaccinated Canadians returning to Canada would need to self-isolate for two weeks. Four days longer than the 10-day isolation period in America. And again, these are fully vaxxed Canadians. If you start messing with the vaxxed, you're really going to lose interest in the vax. I hope these people understand that. Mm -hmm. That once you start doing that, you're going down a real dangerous road. You are handing a jerry can full of gasoline to those who would have you believe that the vaxes don't work. Mm-hmm. And that there's some mm-hmm. ulterior motive here. Yeah. And again, we didn't want to be here. You know, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I I got the vaccine because I thought, here we go. This is good. Oh, okay. So I'm allowed to do some things that the unvaxxed aren't. Ugh. You know, it doesn't always sit that great with me, but okay, but I'm doing the right things. And now we're putting things in place for everybody. It doesn't even matter. Uh, you're losing me on this vaccine if you continue to do that. You're absolutely right. You know, I really don't understand why... Dr. Moore there, and I guess he would be the one to do it, although I don't know if if people listen to him more than Christine. I'm not sure. I guess maybe it depends on your political affiliations, Mm -hmm. and that's sad, but maybe it does. 
I, I really don't understand why we can talk about restrictions. We can talk about restrictions on fully vaccinated people. We can talk about limiting mobility and, and shoring up the border and all that sort of shit against fully vaccinated Canadians. But nobody yet, nobody has come out and told us why Omicron is a threat. So far, the people that are in hospital right now, likely the Delta variant, probably not Omicron. So if Delta is what's got all those people in the hospital, Mm -hmm. why are we worried about Omicron? I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. But we have calls. Uh, Hi, who's this? It's after nine. Hello? Hi. Hi. Actually work? It does work. <laughs> you're on. What's up? How are you? We're doing great. What's your name? Jake. Jake, your you, Bluetooth is awful. <laughs> oh, you know what? It, it might also be my car. My car is pretty loud. Okay. So what's on your mind, Jake? Um. You worried about no, Omicron? I, I, no, not at all. <laughs> Nobody seems to be, except the people in government. Yep. I mean, uh, I, I did hear you this morning, Scott. Um... I, you did get back to me, and I haven't even looked at it yet. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really worried about it. It doesn't seem that bad, and everyone's starting to freak out for no reason. Are you going to shrink the size of your gatherings on Christmas? Not at all. No. Yeah, I don't think many people are. Jake, we appreciate the call, and thank you for downloading. No problem. Anytime. Have a good one, Jake. Uh, we lost the second caller. Okay, well, listen, if you call into after nine and we don't answer right away, chances are we're on the line with another caller, but I promise you, we will get to your call. And if that person wants to call back, please do. Yeah, Kat, I just don't understand why it seems like, and from, from an outsider's point of view, it seems like you've got Doug and Justin and Jason Kenny and all these fucking guys just ready to pile on and shut the shit down. And I don't understand why, because, again, no one has told us why we should be worried about Omicron. Yes, that's what I want is answers. And I feel like we don't even get a chance. We or, or anybody gets a, even gets a chance to ask. Why can't we ask those questions? If this is the case, you, why are you assuming also that every case, like, wh- what does it matter what case of what changes the whether, you know, you want to make harder restrictions, whether it's Omicron or or not? You might just assume it's Omicron, but it's a cold. Is that what we're getting at here? I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem that Omicron is increasing hospital numbers. And, and they've said since the beginning, the whole point of all of this is to preserve hospital capacity. That being the case, I don't know why we're that worried mm-hmm. to the point where we would start going down that dangerous slope of restricting fully vaccinated people. For something that doesn't really impact people that much. Yeah. Like I said yesterday, seems to be you're either asymptomatic totally or you get a runny nose. You get a bit of a sore throat, yeah. maybe a headache for a day yeah. and then it's gone. And frankly, Omicron still kind of to me seems like a best case scenario. It's pushing Delta out. If they're already saying that Omicron is going to be the dominant strain. Okay, well, when Delta took over, we got rid of Gamma and we got rid of uh, Alpha or whatever the other fucking variants were. (laughs) Yeah. So we got rid of those with Delta. If Omicron pushes Delta out and Omicron doesn't really make people that sick, I really don't understand why this isn't a best case scenario. People get sick. They're mildly inconvenienced. They take a day or two off work. And then, okay, then what? 
Yeah, the only they've thing, got natural immunity. The only thing, and I mentioned this briefly yesterday, and I don't even know what the answer is. But the only thing that I was assuming was they're worried that that Omicron, we know it mutates. So would Omicron mutate into a more deadly version than a Delta, for example? Is that the fear? And if so, tell us that. That's all like, they have to do is, is say it. Explain it. Tell everyone why this is the clear and present danger that you guys are making it out to be. Because regular people don't get it. No other country scientists, by the way, who are just like loosening restrictions, seems to worry about that being the case. So I'm not even sure that's the case, guys. I'm just making up what I can figure might be the reason for why they're doing it. But if other countries are like opening up, no problem, because they're not worried about Omicron. And that comes from their own, you know, heads of science, whatever it might be, ministers of health, etc. Then why are I ours thinking so differently? I'm really confused by that. And again, nobody is giving some clear answers on it. Uh, yeah, ugh. Yesterday, I overheard so many people talking about it. And then I got I got the note. I got the note sent home. I got the note sent home for my daughter's school. Uh-oh. Just tell us if you got the, a computer, yes or no. I don't even like, and I know they had to do it. That's fine. You need to know, make sure everybody's prepared just in case. And they can't control it. Nobody in the school boards can control it. But is it because of this? Is it because of the way the government's talking that everyone's like, oh, fuck, we better make sure that plans are in place here. It's almost like they're trying to scare everyone and the public's like, why? I don't think regular people understand it. And frankly, I don't either. It just doesn't add up. I want to tell you a story. We said off the top, we got a ton of DMs yesterday. Let me read you one of them. Okay. Hey, guys, I'd like to tell you my story. I'm currently in Los Cabos. I took my PCR test to come home on Friday. It came back positive. Oh, snap. I have zero symptoms. I booked last minute, and when I arrived to the resort, they didn't have a room for me. They found me a room and said I would be moved in in two days to a better room. But I actually liked the room I was in, so I said, you know what? I prefer you just leave me where I am. After learning I received a positive test, I was told I would need to be moved to the COVID wing of the resort. I went back to the room. They called me and said, oh, don't worry about it. You're already in the COVID wing. Ryu Resorts and Sun Wing put me in the COVID wing to begin with. Holy. What the fuck? Shit. (laughs) Was that a mistake? I have to assume it was a mistake. You're not. You shouldn't be putting assumably healthy people in a COVID wing. He continues. After asking for Lysol yesterday for my room, they move me two doors down into another quarantine room. They give me three meals a day. The hotel staff have actually been pretty decent. The concern I have is, is that there's other Canadian and U.S. residents that are stuck here with positive PCR tests. They are not watching these people that are leaving their rooms and jumping their balconies to go out and enjoy their day in Mexico. Uh-huh. They're at the pools and the beaches. Mm-hmm. This is why this virus won't stop. He ends with, I am double vaxxed and still got it. I went in the pool one day while I was here and laid by the pool and the beach the rest of the time. I guess I got it from being in the COVID wing. Now I'm stuck here until Christmas Day if they make me stay the full 14 days. And I can fly home on the 15th day. Oh, I am so sorry to hear that. That is just, that's shitty. That's really shitty. 
He says, my kids are devastated. I take another oh, PCR test no. this Friday, hoping for a negative. This has been the worst experience of my life. Uh, Please remind people no. not to go away if it isn't necessary right now. Yeah. I never thought I would be stuck here but I am. That's going to scare. Okay. I know a lot of, and part of the DMS that I got yesterday, Scott, several of them, I would say like 10% were people worried because they had planned travel. And what's the government going to do here? This is another issue. This is a whole other issue here that this poor person has. And I'm so sorry to hear that. That's shit. There's a lot of people that are traveling, Scott, and they're hoping they're still traveling. We know that, you know, you're encouraged. If it's not essential travel, if you're traveling for fun over the holidays, you're encouraged to just think about that. And that reason's going to scare the shit out of people right there. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if I were going to go anywhere right now, it would probably only be to the U.S. It's close enough that if shit goes down, I can mm-hmm. drive. It's got an exceptional healthcare system, and they don't seem to care down there. I don't think that they're losing their minds over Omicron the way our leaders here. They're running around like their heads are on fire. And in yeah. the States, it's kind of like, Oma what? Oh, the new variant. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But you won't get sick, so <sighs> it doesn't matter. Like, that's sort of shit. the attitude down there. No, they don't care. And you know what? And again, like, we had a caller yesterday who was back and forth across the border. And I asked the question, you know, do you wish it was like that? And the answer was yes. And I feel the same way in looking at some of the footage that I see. And I... Because it's it's not as severe. That's why. It's not as severe. Now, if people were dying left, right, and center in their hospitals, I'd be like, ooh, bad luck, states. But that doesn't seem to be the case. And it, we are now at the point, I truly believe, and I believed this like a fucking, as soon as, the, as soon as the vax was available to everybody, I felt the same way. If you catch it, it's kind of by your own fault at this point. If you're fully vaccinated I- and caught it, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you're still, there's still like other precautions that we know we can take. Same with getting a fucking cold, though. I know if I went out and got a cold, it was, oh shit, I could have got it at the grocery store, the mall, my friend's house I did go to the other day. Okay, that was my own movement. But what I'm saying is, is that if we open things, the hospitals are what I look at, truly. truly because if you, it was. That's wasn't, what you have to, yeah. You have to. So if, I, if, I'm not, if I'm not looking at the hospital, I think it's a free for all who gives a fuck. That's really how I feel. However, I do like to look at those hospital numbers. That to me is important. The burnout is so real in the healthcare field right now. It's insane. And I know that it's continuing right now and maybe some places are getting worse, but what are our hospital numbers like for the most part? I mean, they're not that bad. And and when I say not that bad, I realize that any patient who's in the hospital being treated for COVID-19 is a problem. We don't really want anyone, well, we definitely don't want anyone to die. We don't want anyone else to get sick, but- these numbers are not that bad compared to other waves. See, that's what I'm looking at. Why then? Why? There's 385 people hospitalized as of yesterday. Across Ontario, 385. In the ICU, 162 people. That's not that yeah. dissimilar from other waves. The- and, and again, these are all Delta patients that are in the hospital. Right. Not Omicron. Right. Right. I just get so... I get more... F- frustrated as we talk i know i'm feeling it too i'm not nothing's helping i uh i don't even know i don't even know what to say and we've heard from healthcare workers i should mention too some of the dms that i've had over the last week or so as soon as as we started talking about omicron have been from healthcare workers too and they're even saying like this is uh something else and it's not that i'm not burnt out but i'm burnt out anyway i'm burnt out all the time why you know our hospitalization or our cases seem to stem from delta 
what is happening? And, th- and I thought maybe that was changing. That's clearly not changed. I, d- aye, aye. Listen, one thing is a problem. Well, there's a lot of problems here. But one thing that is still a problem is nothing has changed. They've changed the messaging and, and things like that. But it's still Dr. Teresa Tam, mm-hmm. Dr. Kieran Moore, and all those other chief medical officers of health. And one thing we've learned throughout the entire pandemic is some of them are better at this job than others. I still do not understand how Dr. Teresa Tam is in charge of public health. It certainly does put those positions to the test when you actually have to do a lot more work or at least be front and center about your work. Miss, right? Miss closing borders is racist and it won't stop the spread. It was exactly the opposite. In fact, everybody closed their borders and it did stop the spread. Ms. Wearing a mask won't help. Well, nothing helped until we started wearing masks. How does she still have a job as the head of public health in Canada? I truly do not understand why that is the case, why there hasn't been hearings, why there hasn't been a serious investigation into that and many, many other things. They keep telling us, well, wait till it's over. We'll come back and and, and deal with it. It's never going to be over. (laughs) It seems like it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. It's not. Um, There's a lot of other things that we want to try and cover in this episode, but we will circle back when calls come in that we want to take on this. Um... Let's talk about your butt for a minute. Okay. Woman on TikTok going viral after she posted a video and claimed it is physically impossible to wipe your butt the way experts say you should from front to back. She said she's not flexible enough to do it and doesn't understand how anyone else is. What's even crazier about that is a lot of people seem to agree with her. That it's just way too difficult to wipe from front to back. Huh. 25,000 people took the poll. 35%, well, it was 34 and a bit, said they go back to front. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. You're not, but you're pulling all the stuff that you're getting with the the tissue towards the private areas. Yes. You're supposed to go the other way. Away from it, yeah. 54% said front to back, which is how you're supposed to do it for hygiene reasons, particularly important for women, by the way. Very much so. 7% said they use a bidet. 5% said, and I don't quite know what to make of this, they wipe in a different way. What is that? What What do you use, a goddamn towel? What is the difference? You back up into it? Yeah, well, the towel's hanging on the rack, right? (laughs) So you just back up and uh, uh, let me twerk a little bit here. Ew. A physical therapy doctor posted her own video and showed people how to correctly wipe. She said, if you can't reach from behind you, you should come from the front and push instead of pull. And push to the back. So she wants you to stick your hand between your legs with the toilet paper. Into the toilet bowl, basically. Well, If you're sitting down still. I mean, I don't know who these people are that can't reach their bum. I thought that that was a, a thing that we all could do. I thought the human body yeah. was designed that way. I didn't know I that took we... flexibility. She said flex too flexible. But I mean, you're sitting down. You should be able to reach your butt. I would think. Yeah. 
believe me. I don't even believe her. If she wanted to do something with her yeah. asshole, she could probably find it pretty fucking easy. I'll say that. In any case, I don't know who these 5% are or how they have a different way to wipe their bum. 7% using a bidet. Kat, I'm seriously considering getting on the bidet train. I love, I would love a bidet. I have a big bathroom and a, a hobby that involves plumbing. I think I could rip up the floor in I, my new house and put in a bidet. I think you should. Bidets are probably, once you go with a bidet, you probably can't go without one. No. Who doesn't want to be like, like sparkling, shiny clean down there? Like squeaky fucking clean. Listen, you can rub your hands together. And maybe you get all the dirt off. If you use water, they're clean. It's the same premise as a bidet. If you use water to clean your bum, it's a lot cleaner than any other way. You could have a lot of fun and then not worry about it afterward. The mess will be cleaned up from the bidet. There are some who will abuse that privilege, though. Sure they will, but no. Well, if I just lean no. forward a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah. I wonder if it tickles. I've, I've never used a bidet. Uh, no, neither have I. I wonder if it, how it feels. Is it is it tickly? Is it, it's not that strong. I don't think you can get off. Or, you'd be there for a while if trying to get off. It's not like a jet from a well, jacuzzi. It's not exactly like you're packing boxes. It's not intensive work. You just sit there and let the water do its magic. I don't think you have to try hard to get off on a bidet. But the water stream shouldn't be, isn't that hard. Isn't it like a light tickle? Isn't it just like a light stream? I think it is powerful enough to to shoot out some of the shit, literally. So I, Yeah, I that's it true. It is powerful enough. It's supposed to be powerful enough for you to not have to use toilet paper, correct? Or do you still use toilet paper? I mean, See how many questions I have? I need to know more about bidets. I don't know enough. Uh, my friend's parents have a bidet, and I'm always weirded out by it when I go into their bathroom to yeah. use it because it's in their, like, the main bathroom on their main floor, and... I don't know. Sometimes it's confusing when you're drunk. Which one do you pee into? <laughs> <laughs> but it's their fault for serving that much alcohol. Yeah. If I peed in your bidet, I apologize. Whoopsie. But they only have towels, like hand towels. So they, they, they sit on the toilet. Then they get up and sort of shimmy over to the bidet. Yeah. Turn it on and they use like a face cloth to wipe and then it goes in the hamper. The face cloth vagina or penis rag goes yes. into a open hamper. I fucking hope it goes in the hamper and not back on the rack. Yeah. Oh, yes. Or in the bidet. You can't flush a towel. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to make that perfectly clear. Do we need clear. to tell people that? <laughs> There's somebody listening right now that probably thought, oh, so use the cloth and flush it. I'm fascinated. No, no you don't. Can we just go back to the toilet paper wiping situation too? Because I know I, I, I realize as well that you mentioned it. There's a decent amount of people who, who wipe the wrong the wrong way yep. right from yep. back to front do they at least like clean up and make sure that everything's okay if they're planning to get sexual like that's my only concern here really i mean aside from the health concerns that i have for your system particularly female sure do you at least clean that up i hope so right i would hope you do a bidet would make it easy to clean up for sex i think so too and post and post. Yeah. yeah. Girl. You can end up with a real clogged drain after that one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, rocket scientists and brain surgeons. Are they the smartest among us? The answer is no. Okay. Smart in what sense? New study wanted to find out if aerospace engineers and neurosurgeons had intellectual superiority and they found out that we're pretty much equally matched. And apparently... They aren't necessarily smarter than any of us in the general population. <laughs> Neurosurgeons were able to solve problems faster than members of the general public. 
but they showed a slower memory recall. And compared to the general population, aerospace engineers did not show significant differences Hmm. in any domains. So the next time somebody looks at you and says, it's not rocket science, you can throw that little tidbit right back at them and tell them to fuck off. Boom. You know, it takes a particular set of skills, neuro, you know, neuro um, scientists, anybody in the field, in a field that you believe would probably be pretty damn intelligent. They, they have a particular set of skills. And yes, it's true that the majority of people don't have that set of skills and can't not do it as well. They're trained in, in certain ways as well. But generally speaking, you know, as humans, yeah, I could see that. I could see there being some absolutely brilliant brilliant minded people working in other areas and you have to be for your you know you would want expect to be in your field if you are one of the top in your field regardless of what it, what it is how long should it take to go through the drive-through okay oh can uh, i kind of guess, guess it kind of depends what you're getting but let's say it's like a typical like a timmy's or a mcdonald's or something um from the time i order until i get what i'm asking what Just i'm getting all in you've pulled off the okay. road because you saw some food you wanted and how long does it take till you're back on the road i expect between five and ten minutes it's pretty fast for something you want cooked well isn't it well you yeah i mean do you it's usually pre-cooked yeah it's usually pre-cooked a new study found we are not nearly as patient as we used to be most of us can only last five minutes now before we start to get an, sorry before Impatient? we start to get annoyed. Sixty four percent. That is a strong majority. Say it is unacceptable to wait more than five minutes to place your order. Once we do place the order, they say it should take a maximum of five more minutes until you got your food and you're on your way. Hmm. So the whole thing, start to finish. If it takes longer than 10 minutes, we will be fuming. Wow. You can't control how many cars are in the drive-thru. Some of those drive-thrus are long. Yeah. I go through a drive-thru probably every day. I get at least one takeout coffee a day. I don't usually get food, but occasionally I do. And, And to be honest with you, I don't mind the wait at the window. It's getting to the window that drives me crazy. And I always seem to end up behind whatever asshole decided the drive through is the right place to order a dozen bagels with 12 different types of cream cheese on them. Yeah. Go the fuck inside. Yeah. Go inside for that. I think we, 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 we generally mostly all agree on that. But, you know, it's not always fellow customers. Sometimes the restaurants have got shit going on, too. If it's a shift change, if they've got to put on a fresh pot of coffee, which seems to be the excuse they use a lot at McDonald's lately. Oh, we're putting on a fresh pot for you. Are you just trying to make me use the app? Because really, the app is much more convenient, and it's shocking how many people won't use it. 18% say they'd rather just order from the phone and not talk to the server until the food arrives. Wow. So there are drive-thrus that are making strides in that. Have you been through one of the new Tim's drive-thrus that has a scanner right at the order screen? Yeah, it didn't work. What? Yeah, the one I went to didn't work. What do you mean it didn't work? Did did you do it right? No, but here, yeah, listen. So when I pulled up, I tried to scan as I'm talking to the person. They're like, oh, yeah, so don't bother trying to scan it. It doesn't work. They told me that. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. 
I'll just dr- so I'll what just, do I just I'll just do drive I just fuck off then. and go home or yeah. <laughs> can I still get a coffee? Dri- well, you could scan it at the window. They just had to make it scannable at the window. Have you ever been in a scenario though? Here's a question: Where you left the drive-through because it took too long? Oh yeah. I've done it too. I can't do it with my car because it's not high enough, but I got a big truck and it can drive over curbs. There's been a few times when it was taking so fucking long and there were still three cars in front of me that I thought, I don't have another 10 minutes to wait for this. So I will just sneak out. Yeah. I did that with uh, the station that we work for now. I used to, years and years ago, I did promotions. We had a Hummer, like an H2. Yeah. Decent size. I did that. I was like, you guys, like... Fuck this! And then I realized I was in a station vehicle and I probably shouldn't yell things like fuck this and hop the drive through but I did. I went through a, a garden. I went through a Tim's garden. <laughs> but that's where all the fresh vegetables for the sandwiches come from. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the tomato plants. I just knocked them over. <laughs> Sorry, you can't have lettuce or tomato on your BLT because Kat was in a hurry. <laughs> Someone from 91.5 The Beat ruined it. <laughs> I love this story about a woman over in Northern Ireland who wanted to mess with her kids and and just surprise them nicely for Christmas. So she hired a Grinch. It was actually an actor in a Grinch costume, and, and her name is Laura McGill. She thought it would be really sweet if the Grinch showed up and, and started uh, harassing her kids, doing Grinchy type shit. She paid 100 bucks for this Grinch to come over and have a pillow fight with her kids, toilet paper their Christmas tree, and then pose for pictures. Happy, happy, wholesome, wholesome fun, right? That's fun. 100 bucks. Yeah, that's a great memory for her little son. Unfortunately, this Grinch cat, they may have found the most competitive man on earth to play the Grinch for this woman because he started a food fight with her son. And when I say a food fight, cookies, candy, all kinds of crummy shit ended up all over her house. It was a goddamn mess. And then the Grinch, he's right into this now, right? Like, I'm beating that little shit. Watch this. Then he started throwing eggs at the kid in the kitchen. He poured dish soap all over the floor. She says he broke multiple ornaments and dumped a full bottle of juice over her son's head. Was Grinch drunk? I don't know. Fuck, that's great. I wish, pay me a hundred bucks. I'll do that. Just going to do a little bit of meth here and then go and do the next stop (laughs) on my route. So. (laughs) Hang on, kid. Let me get to my mountain of cocaine first. Woo! Mom shares all these pictures and some people are like, oh my God, that's horrible. Oh, fuck. And then some people are saying, well, you hired the Grinch to come over for Christmas. What do you expect? That's a Grinch doing Grinch shit? (laughs) Do you ask for boundaries when you do that kind of thing? Maybe she just figured it would be wholesome and all the lovely things you said in the beginning, right? Family fun for everyone. Well, the company that hired him refuses to apologize for it. They claim it was actually Laura's sister that hired them and she was told exactly what would happen. They also say they've done 30 other Grinch visits this year and nobody else complained. I wouldn't want to clean that up, though. Like, I would assume maybe for more than $100. Let's put it that way. If I did that, my kids love the Grinch. So this would be hilarious. But I would also want it to come with a cleaning service that came and cleaned up after the Grinch. I don't want to clean up fucking dish soap on my floor. No, thanks. You should see the house cat. It is fucking trashed. (laughs) This this kid looks like he got the shit kicked out of him. It's like they got fucking looted. Yeah, it's true. Oh, shit. Now, here's the thing. 
If that's a bona fide way of earning income, sign me up. You want to pay me $100 to come over and rough up your kid and throw shit at him? Fucking right, I'll do that. Yeah, and if you want something truly wholesome, like, should have hired Elsa. You know, <laughs> yeah, Olaf, uh, you know, whatever, Charlie Brown, I, w- name your favorite. The Grinch wouldn't be the one that would be the safest. And I think most people would know that going into it. He That's great. I love it. such a number on this oh, place, Cat. You it know what this bad. story probably did, too, is have more people do it. I feel like there's people that would love this and probably end up hiring this guy after this story came out. Yeah. I mean, it sounds amazing. I want to hire him for the studio. I really don't want to fuck the studio up any more than we have in the last little while. Will he do repairs afterwards? Can I hire him to re-carpet it? Because it looks like shit right now. We're supposed to get this painted. Grinch, do you mind? (laughs) Uh, While we're into this part of the the news, the stuff you don't hear on the news stations, you only get it here on After 9. One of the stars of 90 Day Fiance (laughs) is making a lot of money selling her farts in a jar. I'm not kidding. She is selling a fart, air, albeit stinky air, air in a jar, and she's making a lot of money doing it. It, Who is this girl? Because I don't even know who this is. Okay, so this is actually someone that was on 90 Day Fiance, and people who love that show fucking love that show. So you're going to know who she is. She sells her farts for $100 a jar and picture it's just a, it's a tiny jar not even as big it's half the size of a mason jar looks it, about that size is there more than one fart in the jar or is it just one fart you know she so what happened was she decided to go on tiktok to show people a day in the life when she's collecting farts her fart collecting days it's virulent because it's oh sorry I, <laughs> I was trying to dip into dr kieran Moore, but i wanted to play some audio for you can we buy kieran Moore's farts is that what this is about? There's probably COVID in there, too. <laughs> it's Omicron. Everything now is Omicron. Um, anyway, she, yeah, she, so she has a special concoction that she drinks every day, or every day she's doing this, that helps her to get the toots out, bottles it. We can't see the process. So I don't know if she like sits on the jar, puts the jar against her asshole, maybe puts it, maybe she props it in her bidet and takes a seat. I don't fucking know. You're not going to get the best fart unless you're on all fours. Like she would need to hold the jar behind her, kind of like the wiping issue. If she's flexible enough, you get on all fours and you hook the jar up to your butt and just let her go. And then really quickly put the lid on? Yes. But here's the here's the biggest, the, the fart thing. Okay. You know what? You, however you want to make money that doesn't hurt people. Uh, I don't care. I really don't. Like if people are willing to buy it. But the sad part is enough people are willing to buy it that she says so far, Scott, she's made $90,000. Guys, <laughs> there's probably people that think we're fucking around here yeah. or being gross and, and we're not. Like, no. L- let I don't me, even like talking about this shit, but this fascinates me. Listen to her in her own words talk about her regime. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. So I like to get things rolling with some beans, a protein muffin, sometimes even a yogurt, less sugar is better, some hard boiled eggs. And today I decided I was going to make myself a protein shake with some yogurt added to it. And oh, I was feeling it for sure. Uh, What does that mean? Like she's got one brewing, but it hasn't come out yet? Oh, she knew. There's a rumbly in the tummy. 
while I wait for those parts to develop, I like to read. I'm very smart. Love to read. And I'm very then smart. after I'm ready to go, I go ahead and, you know, do my work, do my job. I don't need to show you that, guys. But I like to add in little flower petals. I feel like they attach the scent and make it last longer. And when I'm finally finished with my jar, I like to leave a personalized note. Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? I honestly think it's because... I have a really good personality, and oh. also because I'm. Um, why would her personality make you want to buy her fart? And can you smell it when you open the jar? Do you even open the jar, or do you just keep it like an <laughs> NFT? Like, oh, look at this! I've got a fart, but you can't smell it. Pretend it's in the metaverse somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, what the fuck are we doing? I don't. I don't. I don't like it, sir. I don't want. Here's the part that I really don't want to know what people do with it after there's some gross fucking people out there that probably get off on smelling farts like let's be honest that probably mm-hmm. is a thing i don't know how why what happened to you in your childhood that makes you want to fucking jizz to some farts i don't understand it i never will and i'm kind of happy that i never will do you I, give this to someone yeah, yeah, maybe it's gotta be a, a gift maybe it's sure a you gift. wouldn't buy that for yourself cat it could be a gift <laughs> no don't be that selfish, guys. This is gift. This is a gift for giving. Scott, if what was, what's what's on the note? She writes a personalized note for each fart. What is it like today? Thanks I for ate. your money. Yeah. I'm stinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> Think of this fart as a piece of art. Thanks for purchasing. XOXO. Ooh, she's a stinky one today. Enjoy. <laughs> you got my best. This is fart one in a series of four from this afternoon. Bowel, always love you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, okay, one more here. Uh, let's talk about this. Oh, dear. There's some really dumb criminals out there, and I think we all understand that. We, we, we've all heard about the dumb ways that different people have gotten caught. This one, this one might be a record breaker for how stupid this person was. So a guy decided, I need some money. It's close to Christmas, and I want to rob a bank. I don't know if that's the thought process that criminals go through. <laughs> Sounds like a criminal. Yeah, I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to rob a bank, see? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Stick them up, see? So he he went into this bank. It was the Newcastle County Bank. He told the teller via a note that he'd written, I want all the money. Mm. And the teller doesn't want any drama. She doesn't want to get shot. It's not her bank. She's just an employee. So she complied. And I think that's what most are trained to do. Handed over an undisclosed amount of cash. And this guy thought, ha, part one is done. I got the money from this bank. Now I got to get away with it. And he figured step one in getting away with it is you've got to get rid of the evidence. Well, what do you do with money that you don't want to have on you? You put it in the bank. (laughs) This dumb son of a bitch. Walked out the front door of the bank and found the closest ATM he could to deposit that money. No. He deposited it into the same fucking bank. (laughs) What an idiot. All they had to do was look at the deposit records from the last 15 minutes, and they knew exactly who stole the money. He deposited it into the same bank that he stole it from. 
did he think this is so crazy that they'll never know? Is that what he thought? Like they'll never guess it's me because they're gonna be like, no one would ever do that. <laughs> Fuck! What is going on? Holy shit, that's bad. Uh, all right, we're gonna wrap it up for today. But listen, everybody, today. Doug is going to come out and talk it too, and I think he's going to expand the boosters. and And that's good if you can get your shot before Christmas. Go ahead and do it. Again, I am. Uh, I don't Why? Say- I don't know, but just do it. That's the thing, right? <laughs> why? Why would you do that at this point? I, I really don't understand. I'm not anti booster. I'm probably going to get mine, but fuck, guys, it's frustrating. I st- I'm still undecided. Yeah. And, and maybe he'll change my mind today. Maybe he'll answer some questions. I don't know. We haven't heard from Doug in days. Yeah. So weeks, really. But we'll find out what he's going to say. Apparently, either the prime minister or the foreign affairs minister or the minister of intergovernmental affairs or <laughs> Theresa Tam herself or the deputy prime minister, someone from the federal government is going to come out and comment on travel. All right. That's the one to watch today. There's a lot of different rumors out there. There was several proposals discussed with the premier last night in that conference call with the prime minister, but they didn't finalize anything. What to watch for is this. If they put any restrictions on fully vaxxed people, the ones who stepped up and did their part, that's a huge problem. That is... A ringing endorsement for people to ask themselves, why the fuck did I bother? Mm-hmm. I, I truly do not understand what they're thinking if they put restrictions on the non-vaccinated. And by the way, just so you guys know, if you do that, I can think of 10 questions off the top of my head that all have to do with the safety and efficacy and effectiveness of the vaccine that I want you guys to answer. Because it's going to raise more questions than answers if you do it. It's a dangerous road to go down. Leave Pandora's box closed. Leave the fully vaccinated alone. Do not put restrictions on small businesses. Let me repeat that because that one's specifically for Doug. Don't do it. Until you have something, actual proof that Omicron is going to overrun our hospitals, don't fucking do it. Don't. I watched Steve Del Duca yesterday, the leader of the Liberal Party. He came out and did a news conference, which almost nobody was on. It was embarrassing, really. And and what did he do? Fear. Fear, fear, fear. This guy's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, freaking out that the sky is falling. What did he say? We're going to immediately expand third-dose vaccinations. Okay, well, the province is doing that anyway. It was probably part of the plan all along. We're going to open vax clinics 24-7. Is that necessary? I really don't think it is, Steve, at this point. I think you're really overestimating how many people still need to get vaccinated. Make rapid tests free to the general public. I mean, okay, we can talk about that. I mean, me, I just assume that if I want something, I've got to go and buy it. I I never expected it to be for free. If I'm having people over and I think the safest thing to do is to go down to shoppers and buy a couple rapid tests, then maybe I'll do that. I never once expected. Why don't you deliver them too, Steve? Why don't you show up at the fucking house there with a, a purulator truck and drop them off? Or just talk to any parent that's got kids in school because they all got a ton of rapid tests sent home. And from what I hear, it's more parents using them than kids. Yeah, um, a lot of them are apparently not going to use them too much, which is your choice. A bit of a waste. I mean, if they're all getting 10 of them, it does seem kind of like a waste. And the other thing that came from the uh, liberal leader yesterday is 
compulsory vaccines in Ontario schools. He's putting in the vax mandate that if you're not vaxxed, you can't come to school. (laughs) That's going to be a problem for a lot of people. It really, really is. Because at this point, there's people asking, why do we have vax passports and vax mandates at all? Because it seems like there's no difference between vaxxed and unvaxxed at this point. Mm -hmm. It seems that way. So why would you do that? Why would you throw all that on the line right now when it didn't need to be done for something that doesn't even apply until September? I, I truly don't understand the philosophy. I, I just don't get what they're I don't thinking. Know if there isn't. Well, that's true too. They're all just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks and hoping that they don't end up as on the shit list, I think. Have a great day, everybody. Whatever gets announced today, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll squeeze in more calls, too. The phones were pretty lit during this one. Uh, 519-772-4684 to weigh in tomorrow on whatever comes out of today. Flavor Flav was driving here from Las Vegas, and his car got hit by a boulder. For real. The rain shook a large rock loose, a rock rolled down a hill and onto Flavor Flav. It sounds like a nursery rhyme, but it's not. It's... it's happened. Flav is said to be physically fine, but mentally shaken up. Um, so exactly the same as he was before the... Uh... Despite supply chain issues, UPS and uh, Postal Service have improved their on-time deliveries compared to last year's holiday season. They now deliver that little slip that says, sorry we missed you right on time. According to the latest numbers, Apple is set to become the world's first company with a market value of more than $3 trillion. And almost $2 trillion of that comes from chargers left in hotel rooms. After announcing their name change, Facebook paid a bank in South Dakota $60 million for the rights to their new name, Meta. It's making me emotional because seeing a bank at $60 million is what Christmas is all about. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.